Welcome to the Main Character Podcast, a space where people can be their own main character and you get to join in on the ride. Oh my god, I'm really so nervous. Oh, you gotta start somewhere, baby. You gotta start somewhere. Here we go. First one, get it out of the way, right. get the anxiety out. It's gonna yeah. probably be a little bit bumpy, weird. It's okay. It's your first one. You're gonna learn from this and the next and the next and the next. You got this. All right. Exciting. Okay. So thank you guys for tuning in to the first episode of um, the Main Character Podcast. Um, this really means a lot to me to be able to kind of be putting a passion project out there like this, um, especially during this time. We're in the middle of a global pandemic at the moment. Um, and my first guest, my first character um, is someone who is really near and dear to me. Um, Alison is someone that I, you know, one of the few people that I've had in my life that I feel like I've really always been able to open up to and talk to. So I was like, it'll be the perfect icebreaker, um, for my podcast. So hi, Alison. Hi everyone. Thanks for having me. Um, so I think one of the main reasons why I really did want to have you on is because I feel like you know, this first episode, it's going to be a bit weird. It's going to be a bit chunky and whatnot. Um, but I wanted to have someone that would kind of ask me the questions as well as, you know, I'll ask you the questions. Um, and I also feel like, you know, spirituality, um, you'll come to know in these podcasts is something that's really, really important to me. Um, and Alison has been one of the people that have been kind of there for me on my spiritual journey. Um, we're really lucky to know each other through work um, and when we've had a spare second to kind of like, you know, talk on the floor and whatever, it's often been about spirituality. So, um, like, Alison, have you always found that, you know, you've always been a spiritual person? Like, how did your spiritual journey kind of start? Uh, I'd have to say that when it comes to spirituality, it is something that I definitely got exposed to a little bit later on in life. Um, I've had a strong sense of like my surroundings, nature and being in tune with like the general planet and really respecting your place here on this earth. But when it comes to like the energetics and more becoming in touch with like that universal power, it definitely stemmed like a little bit later on in life, um, specifically when I was in high school. So it's really interesting how my like love of spirituality actually coincided with my journey towards naturopathy as well. Yeah, and they yeah. both sort of really came into my life at a very similar point. So I distinctly remember like being freshly like 17, 18 um, and just playing around with like crystals. And I had like a really close friend of mine at the time and we were both super into that and encouraging of that um, and exploring like, yeah, like just the potential of like energy and abundance and like bringing certain like, you know, new experiences into your life just through tuning in to like your place within the world as well. Um, and that's just grown and continued. I will have to say like I have had like lapses in time where I've like really disconnected from it. And I've definitely yeah. noticed in those times, like I don't, I lose that sense of like growth and specifically like spiritual growth. Um yeah. But yeah, like it's just such a beautiful thing to hold on to. Like I have to say as well, like um, for me, like I've never grown up in like a religious environment either. Like I was born into a family with no religion. Um, 
not to say that we shun it. I'm so accepting of literally every single type of religion. Yeah. It's just more or less for me, like it's my I've looked, yeah, I've seen it. I've seen yeah. It. yeah. Like I think it's so beautiful. There's so much, like there's so much of the same message I found within a lot of different religions. But I know spirituality is a different component. But it is just though having those core values of like forgiveness and love and aspiration and abundance, like all of that stuff. So, yeah, it's yeah. it's quite a journey. But I yeah, I love it. Amazing. And do you think that um, like becoming a naturopath and like your like journey towards that has like kind of opened you up to more of like spirituality or like do you think that one of them has influenced the other more than the other type thing? Yeah, like, well, within naturopathy as a field, like it's, its roots and its basis is definitely formed on like energetic medicine. Yeah. Um, and spirituality is a massive part of that, like looking at the constitution of a person, looking at their vitality, like all of these words um, and meanings behind them definitely have that essence of spirituality and energy and all of those things that encompass like what it means to be like, I guess, a spiritual person, quote unquote. But um, I would say that through my studies and through the environment that I was in through studying, like you encounter a lot of people that are super spirit, like I thought I was a spiritual person. You meet these people and they're like, you know, they smell like sage and like yeah. don't wear deodorant and like, you know what I mean? That's the stereotypical thing that people think of when they hear the word spirituality. But like, I think if anything, it taught me a sense of balance between really respecting like the tangible world, the physical world, the science world. Um, and, and having that spirituality, that energetic property of like life and plants and things like that to really coincide with each other and just, um, aid you to become the best practitioner that you can be because I don't think any naturopath like there are those strictly scientific naturopaths but I think some of the best naturopaths really trust their gut and intuition which I think comes from you know the values that spirituality teaches you of like reflection and being present and actively listening to other people like all of these things are really taught through those practices and yeah I think that like that just kind of went hand in hand the more I learned through naturopathy and grew as a practitioner as well. Yeah, for sure. And um, just so the people know, what's your big three? So like in astrology, because I feel like, um, you know, I guess you listening, you will learn to come that astrology is just like my, it's my kryptonite it's my everything yeah. and so for me it's like my basis of understanding um and I also think that it's you know a really big part to me in in why Alison is the person who she is so Alison's a Pisces sun and your moon is in Aries yeah amazing and your um rising and Taurus yeah amazing and so like yeah. your Taurus rising is where I kind of like really understand that connection to the earth yeah, absolutely. Because, um, you know, obviously being an earth sign, it's super, super grounded. Um, but Taurians actually have a really beautiful connection to diet and eating. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and so, you know, that kind of tying in with, you know, your Pisces nature of just like being really intuitive and dreamy. I think it just, it's one of the many things that attracts me to you. Like it's just, you know, and it's also one of the reasons why I think I'm able to open up with you so much about my spirituality. Like, I remember that one time in the back room, I think this is the first time I really opened up to you, like spiritually, I was kind of telling you about who I thought my guardian angels were. And it was a time in my life where 
I was really beginning to spend a lot of time on my own. It was like the start of my awakening. Um, I was like 18. So like later on in my teens as well. Um, and kind of like you, I didn't have parents. I did have religion present in my childhood. So my mum, she comes from a Muslim background. Um, my dad, you know, was raised in the Catholic kind of way of things, like many, you know, European Kiwis were back in that time. Um, but none of it was ever kind of like put on to me. And so I think I was able to kind of dibble dabble in religion and stuff like that. But um, I think, yeah, I started really waking up, you know, because I was able to have such a beautiful, amazing, engaging conversations with people like you and, and you know, exploring that through books and, and astrology as well. Um, but I remember being in the back room and I was like, Alison, I think that one of my guardian angels is my great granddad. Yeah. And then I told you about this really kind of like dark moment, probably a little bit too dark for, you know, the first episode of a podcast. Um, so it's just like, you know, like your relationship with astrology, I feel like, you know, we've both kind of like grown together and like been able to kind of like catch up and be like, ah, you know, how's your astrology going type of thing. Um, do you find that like, you know, having those conversations out loud kind of makes it a little bit more real for you? Absolutely. Like, like I, I, yeah, for sure. And it's kind of, I don't think it's as rare these days, but I know that like that law of attraction, that vibe attraction tribe sort of situation. I, yeah. I don't vibe have like a lot of tribe. Um, I love that. Yes. Like I know that within my friendship groups, I have like a, party mix of friends that like have all different belief systems and but none of them are like you know straight out astrology fiends and you know really have that connection between um the elemental signs and things like that and what they mean for different people um so when I met you and like having those conversations I knew I had all that passion and that fire for it in my belly because there's something about it that I just I love to understand people and I love to know people and why they are the way that they are and I love that astrology can just like give you a little taste of that or like it provides you almost with like yeah it like creates that opening or it creates that space like even if say a person doesn't identify with their sign it's like oh you're like I don't know a Pisces or a Virgo as well it's like oh oh my god like lol like we have this in common and you create that familiarity between two people um so yeah with you I think that it was so beautiful and I just love when people like love things and I get I just love to boost that in other people so you really brought me back in touch with those conversations and um, becoming more in tune with just yourself, like I said earlier on, and just like your role on this earth and your, your path and all of that fun stuff. But um, yeah, like, I don't know. It's just, I think there's something about you as well that really brings out um, those conversations and other people. And would you say that from like, us working like was that again like a starting point for you or is that something that you've always really had conversations with people about no a hundred percent I think um I I'm I was really lucky like when I moved out and you know vibe attracted tribe type of thing um I was really lucky that the people that were brought into my life um you know I had a best friend in high school and he kind of really woke me up 
to spirituality at a base level. Um, and then I started to like explore that more within myself and astrology. But then, you know, having the conversations with you and, and Abby, who you guys will meet, um, you know, soon enough, <laughs> um, you know, about and, and having people to really kind of listen and not kind of like shut me down. You guys were like, oh, okay, this is just your way of understanding. Um, I'm, I'm interested. And I think, side note, that's a really big reason as to why I'm kind of, you know, creating a podcast like this because it's, you know, even if it's not your cup of tea, you know, the topics that we might talk about, um, you know, even if one little sentence or one thing kind of sticks with you and like, yeah. but yeah, you know what I mean? And kind of like sits with you. I think I've done, I've done my job, but so, you know, back to what I was saying. So talking to you guys and then kind of really exploring that through different experiences that I was going through at that time, you know, severe loneliness, severe happiness, like euphoria, um, <laughs> you know, pick up friends. Here we go. So kind of like it all kind of wrapped around and then you know just in one nice little bundle and then I started to really kind of unpack that bundle it was mm -hmm. you know it's not just your sun sign it's 12 different planets that affect you yes which you have taught me about so much <laughs> yeah and I think the reason why I understand astrology so you know a little bit of insight for you the listener as well so um my intentions when I was really young I wanted to join the air force and become a pilot um, and one of the prerequisites to be able to be a pilot was um, to do physics, you know, among other things like maths and English and all that. Um, and physics was really hard for me. I think I forced myself to do it purely because of, you know, my ambition of becoming a pilot. But there was one specific topic within physics that I understood, like it was my language, and that was light and matter. Um, and energy, you know, I didn't really get the velocity and mass and friction. Ah, uh, like that was just mumble jumble in my head. So then listening about like energy and light and kind of everything travels in waves and frequencies. And, and then, you know, even speaking about that out loud to people actually made me understand it so much more. And so it was just like, I know that I was, you know, meant to sit in physics class and go through that to be able to kind of really sit down and be like, okay, this is my proof that I need to have this belief. Because um, I think with anything that you believe in, it's, it's faith. You know, it's just, um, I think that's the best thing about a belief. It's yep. you and it's yours and you own it. Yep. Um, so that's why, you know, when somebody says something to me and I know that they really believe in it, you know, like you talking about, you know, naturopathy. I don't even know if I'm saying that word right. Um, yeah, yeah, that's so fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it's like amazing. You really believe in it. And I want to know why, because I know what it's like to really believe in something. Um, oh my God. I love how often I'm going to be able to like sidetrack and just end up so far away oh, from yeah. here. I think that's the best part about like conversations like this. You just kind of go, <laughs> you don't know yeah. where you started. Yeah. It's so true. And it's just like, yeah, no one wants to listen to a completely scripted piece of audio. <laughs> and just, and just so like, you know, like you, the listener, 
we're just talking. Like this is literally just a chat. We're just like, yep, let's go. Um, and like even speaking of, so I mean, I really love to like tell you about this anyway. So just by the way, Alison and I haven't seen each other in a really long time. We haven't had like a proper chat in so long. It hurts. Um, it does. So the one of my biggest inspirations for this podcast was Joe Rogan. Have you like have you watched or seen or heard Joe Rogan's podcast before? I'm gonna admit I haven't. I'm yeah. so sorry, but please, please tell me. No, but like you know, before I moved in with Noah, who is the love of my life, you guys will definitely hear about him <laughs> coming up. Um, before moving in with Noah, I. You know, I always heard about Joe Rogan, really kind of podcasts were never actually my thing. And then we just like, he just watched them and I would listen. And then I'm like, oh no, put it on the TV, like, let's watch it. And I was sitting there just in awe of the, the energy and the space that he was able to create for these incredible people with absolutely incredible stories to tell, to share them on a platform. And I was like, sorry Joe Rogan but I've actually got some pretty cool people like in my life like I'm gonna do this I have to do it um and and yeah so I guess that was like a really huge inspiration for me like starting this and just kind of like bringing people on that's beautiful I love that um okay so Alison is you know, so Alison has a really beautiful relationship with a very, very beautiful Canadian. I did not expect to cry, but I guess it's happening. It's going to come. It's going to be a thing. And so I think this isolation, so I really wanted to touch on, like, I guess, yeah, the topic of relationships with you. Mm -hmm. Um, We're both in very, I think, contrasting relationship situations at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how are you going? Talk to me about it. What's oh my god! So background on me for the past how long has it been now? Well, I haven't actually seen my partner in uh, over six months now. So he yeah. is originally from Montreal, Quebec, oh Canada. Uh, <laughs> um, and yeah, we met like uh, over a year ago when he was living here in Australia. Um, and that in itself was like a spiritual experience in its own for me, truly. Um, it was one of those, again, law of attraction moments where I had a moment, um, another one of like my best friends, she also lives over in Sweden. Um, and so I have two long distance relationships now, which I'm becoming a pro at it, but she came back in summer last year and we all went on like a little vacation together, a little getaway. And there's in a time in my life where you know, it'd been like a year or so since my previous relationship from that, which was like my very first love, very first everything. And like, yeah, super like, um, educational, I would, I would say, um, they all are exactly. So in that, like I was in a place where I was really open to meeting new people. Um, like I had dated in between that and like, again, learned a lot of experiences from that too. But it was a time in my life where I was just feeling really free and like honing in on like just that, that youth and that femininity and just like wanting to just get out and like meet new people and have new experiences. So from there, um, my friend, um, she told me this beautiful story about when she was in, first landed in Sweden 
and she ended up like meeting and having this most incredible like one date only experience with this guy named Will and anyway story goes they're still friends to this day but nothing ever came of that but it was just this incredibly just it just sounded like a a novel or like a short indie film that you'd watch and just like be taken away by and I was like in the car listening to this story and I turned around to her and I said I that is what I want I want a will story I just want a will story that's all I want I just want to have that and feel those like that giddiness and those bubble bubble flies butterflies um I want to feel those bubble flies you know what I mean um so yeah and then that happens a week later I download hinge me and my other my other best friend like we both download hinge and we're like okay let's just do it um are we allowed to swear swear on this podcast (laughs) (laughs) children cover your ears um but I was like fuck it with my girlfriend and then we both downloaded uh hinge and then literally when I say within two hours of having that app I matched with this beautiful French Canadian named Will um and that was it like he messaged me straight away we organized to hang out like straight away or catch up straight away and yeah like I never like looked back after that we went on a date like a few days later it was the most incredible date I've ever been on in that date as well I may I must say again another sign from the universe for me because I'm always a girl looking for her signs I love that um yeah, like we were on the date and then I was just asking him, we're in Fitzroy, like went to one of my favorite bars and um, we were both super hungry. So I said, let's go to this like restaurant, beautiful sushi, by the way. I'm not going to plug anything because I don't know <laughs> what we're allowed to do yet. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, we were walking and I was like asking him about like how he even came to Australia, like what made him want to come here of all places? Like I just, I wanted to know, as, as I mentioned before, I love to know why people are the way that they are and how, how they how he came to be here and yeah he was explaining the whole story to me like he met this girl over in Europe and um you know she really encouraged him to come over here so he spent like a lot of time with her and like on a houseboat with like her family and stuff and they became really good friends we arrive at the restaurant um we sat down we've got our food he's pulling out his phone showing me photos of like the houseboat that he was staying on like the girl's dad everything this waitress comes over to our table and starts like pouring water into our glasses, just going, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Yeah. That's interesting. We look up and it's her. It's the girl that literally told him to come here to Australia. She lives in Brisbane, by the way. It was her first shift at that job in Melbourne. Like, and Will was just floored. Like he could not believe it. It was crazy. And for me, I just have never, like, the whole date itself was just so comfortable. Like, I had that feeling of just knowing this person for a really long time. Yeah. But that, I was, I walked away and I was like, wow. Like, I don't know how often that happens to people, but that is crazy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that for me was, like, all of those signs and look like I'm, like, hammering on now because, you know, I'm. No, I love it. But, like, it's what it's here for. And, like. I've heard this story nearly twice, I think. I think yeah. now. And literally, this would be like my third time. And it just always excites me as much as the first like time because it's just such a beautiful story. Yeah. I, and that's what I, again, that's exactly what I want. I wanted that Will story. I wanted something that I would remember and like that I could tell my friends about and like just remember from my youth and that sort of thing. But 
it's just so crazy how that it then panned out to be this incredibly deep, like loving and just like beautiful relationship that I had so been needing in my life. Like from all the previous experiences that I'd had before, I really, I am the type of person to put my heart out on my sleeve and really give everything in a relationship and lose myself most of the time. So I found myself like almost like a, as cliche and cheesy as it sounds, but like that hollow shell of a person, I couldn't really figure out like what I was. And like within that time and in that space that I met Will, I'd really come back to myself again. So I think it was that perfect alignment of timing. And like ever since then, I've only increased that, like that sense of worth and self of like, you know, my own personality and everything. So um, like initially I, I jet, like being completely transparent, I did not think the relationship was going to be like a long standing one. I was just so open to it being like a beautiful experience and like, you know, chapter in my life. Um, but he really did show me everything that I had been wanting from a partner and had been like asking for from my angels from like, you know, trying yeah. to manifest all of that. And like, it is crazy that when you're least expecting it, it's like the universe does like provide for you in that, in that sense. And I know that through my lessons, I've learned that you should never depend on another person to like complete you or fulfill you or like, anything like that. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, that is one of the biggest things that I've learned is that, you know, you do not ever like put your self-worth or like, you know, yeah, put your self-worth into the arms of another or like depend on them to give you that. Like you need to have that for yourself. And that's when you'll find that, that person. Well, for me anyway, like everyone's experience is different. Yeah. Um, I have to say, no, yeah. like I, I completely agree. I mean, you've seen me, you know, like through my, how would I say it? My relationship experiences mm-hmm. and, and everything like that you've, definitely been present and you know backroom chats we've been there we've done that yeah yeah. um and I have to agree you know I think I was really lucky to find someone who just literally blow blew every expectation of what I thought I wanted what I thought I needed and everything and just kind of like just came was there and I was like oh this is it. Like that's, you know, and I think the one thing that I've always loved about kind of, you know, talking about relationships with you is that, you know, it's always been down to that, like, hang on, this is a you thing. Like it's, it's not just him. It's not you and him. It's like you, like how is Mm -hmm. your worth Mm -hmm. being valued in this like relationship? And I think, you uh you know and and like Abby and and the people around me were really good reminders as to you know what my worth actually is um and I think the moment where I stopped there was a very monumental moment when I was at a bushdorf and I know you guys know what I'm talking about um where I kind of I was standing there in a moment and I I fell in love with myself I was standing there and I was like, I'm around my friends. I'm around these amazing people, you know, and I'm free. I'm crazy, but I'm free, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, when I came back from that experience, you know, I guess I was ready 
for what was the divine love that Noah was going to, you know, really bring to me. And I, I understand that, you know, you love your, you know, if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love yourself? I only kind of really understood. I mean, I've been watching RuPaul's Drag Race for years. Lord knows I am absolutely obsessed with that show. Everyone around me knows it. Um, And like, I always heard it, but I never really understood it. And I think that for everyone, that journey to loving yourself is, it's it's not an easy one um and it you know and everyone has their own timeline you know it's going to take mm-hmm. everybody else like a you know a different amount of time um but no like within that journey that everything that you feel is valid and don't kind of compare yourselves to others i think that's a big belief absolutely time. yeah um, and like it is it's like anything it's a practice like yeah. spirituality is a practice like eating healthy is a practice yeah doing the things that, you know, build your self-worth and your self-love, it's a, it's a practice. Like you need to work on it. It's never going to be always a hundred percent, but find the tools to get you there. And like, yeah, you can't get wrong. Um, and so like, you know, so Alison has really kind of, you know, by now she was probably supposed to be on a plane on her way over to Canada (laughs) Yes, um, I love how I just completely bypass that because I'm just no so way. not, I'm like, no just way, numb that. to it. This yeah. is exactly what is supposed to happen in these things. Um, and so, like, supposed to be in Canada right now um, with her man. Um, but, you know, obviously, global pandemic. Yeah, we love that. We love a bit of a Dan Andrews moment, just like. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing, <laughs> you know, inspirational. Um, so you know, through like, you know, COVID-19, um, I've been really lucky to kind of like defy the odds. Um, and, you know, Noah and I have, you know, we've moved in together. We spend, you know, every night together and stuff like that um, in a very short amount of time. Um, and, you know, having him here has been incredible for my mental health. Like there's nothing that I'm more grateful for. Um, so like you, you know, obviously not being able to get over there and kind of be with Will, like, you know, how are you going? Like, is it, it's honestly, and I'm not even trying to be melodramatic, but it genuinely has been like one of the hardest things. Yeah. I could only go through. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that like anything, I just, I look for the signs in it and I'm like, well, what? Like, what is this time meant for? And I think, of course, it's a lot bigger than me, but how can I utilize this? And I think it is, it's like an incubation period. There's been so many, I would never have thought that locked up in my room for several months would bring to the surface so many insecurities, so many like repetitive behaviors and dark like thoughts and patterns Mm -hmm. and like just toxic behavior that I think in the past, the reality of life and the fast pacedness of that's not even a word, the, f- <laughs> the fast paced nature of life um, really just distracts you from that. So it's been an incredibly transformative time for me. I think I'm still definitely on that journey of transformation. Like there's a lot of things that I'm in two minds about, but um, I know that going into the relationship with Will, like I had already sort of, I'd figured out a lot of what I, wanted from a relationship 
And he was aware of that. And like that communication aspect, it's so interesting is probably where we lack the least, what we lack the most, sorry. Um, and yeah, that could be the fact that English is his second language. Like there, there are a multitude of factors, like culturally over in Montreal, it's like very, very different. The way that people interact, the way that people live their lives, what they value, monetary things, like it is very different to in Australia. And I've, I've come to learn that as well, especially him being back over there. Mm -hmm. Um, But like, yeah, it's, if anything, it is really just, we, we say this so regularly, if we can get through this time, we genuinely have nothing to worry about whatsoever when we're finally together. And we have all those plans in place. I, another thing we always butt heads about and through this time in particular is like, I can definitely be a pessimistic person. He's such a proactive, positive person. But what's crazy is that that stuff has shifted now. Um, He's in a place in Montreal where there are no restrictions. Like there are, but like there's none in a sense. Like he's able to go out and party. He can go out for drinks. He can go out for dinner. Like he can do all of that stuff and like hang around and like socialize with people. And um, I don't get to do that. I literally just have to stay in a room and watch it all happen. And I gave him that analogy before. It's like, I, I literally feel like I'm a prisoner or like I'm stuck in this house, in this room, there's no doors, there's no exit point. There's only a window. And on the outside of that window is you and your life and Canada and like all of these hopes and dreams that I'd hoped for and like thought that I was going to be. And I just have to sit there and watch. And like, he said to me, And then he came back to me. He's like, well, Ali, what you don't realize is that soon enough, there's going to be someone that's going to be coming in and installing that door there. And you're going to be able to walk right through and be with me again at some point. And I'm like, you know what? You're you're right. And like, I just have to, while I'm in that house, hone in on myself, really utilize this time to grow in me because that's it. Like once I'm over in Montreal, I'm doing the independent thing. Like, you know, you, you've done, like, you've done that. You, you're already in that, like self-sufficient renting, doing all of that stuff. I've been very privileged in my life to be born, you know, into a beautiful home where my parents let me stay here rent-free. Um, challenges within that in itself. And all you people out there that are stuck at home with your parents, and are older and are in an age in life where you know exactly the way you want to live like live your life and do things it is one of the biggest struggles I've had in another sense as well um so yeah to summarize I'm okay I'm okay um I'm just trying to take what I can from this time um but I know that reflecting back on this and like say four or five years time I'm going to be like shit that was such a brilliant opportunity to just focus on me and like do the things that I, that I love, like paint and research and study and, you know, play games with my friends online and all that sort of stuff. Like, yeah. um, you know, so yeah, hopefully that answered the question. I no, don't know. Where I and I think like, even just like hearing, you know, like about that restriction and kind of being confined, I think a lot of people, you know, even, you know, you know, this podcast might not reach a lot of people, but I hope that it reaches, you know, it'll find someone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of people out there, whether they're listening or not, will be experiencing that, you know. Absolutely. Like, yeah. you know, I'm, you know, whilst, you know, I'm so, so lucky to have, you know, Noah and, 
you know, have be able to have virtual conversations like I am right now. I think a lot of people, including myself, are just feeling that 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 feeling of being trapped and that kind of just watching the rest of the world kind of go on. And um, I mean, not to be too political here, but I, I can appreciate that, you know, Melbourne is a very different place in the way that, you know, we're set up environmentally, econ- economically, all of that. Yes. Yeah. And so I understand, you know, kind of what's going on, but I, I definitely feel that, I mean, you know, for example, how I can take the way that you're feeling is, you know, I can't go over to New Zealand and see my dad, Um, you know, and I, I really am trapped on this side of, you know, the ditch because, you know, and, and I see dad, just, you know, he, he was on the phone to me. It was so sweet, Alison. He goes, I'm just, I'm just heading to the um, pub and we're going to have a nice cold beer. And this is like after him not being able to have a warm shower for six weeks. Wow. Um, like he was just free again. And I was like, I miss that. I miss being able to do that with, you know, my pals. And mm-hmm. Noah and I still haven't been on a date, like a proper date. Wow. Like we haven't been able to go out to dinner, you know, and just sit somewhere and eat. Exactly. Oh. How crazy. But I think a lot of people, you know, even and and relationships, you know, intimate relationships specifically, are feeling that, you know, if you're more than five Ks away and you're in Melbourne, it's you know, I mean, I know that legally you can go see someone and whatever, but there's restrictions on it there's restrictions on what you can do. And, and then there's also, you know, I feel like there's restrictions on other people's perspectives on you being able to do that. And, you know, it's just relationships. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, across the board are just under a really weird circumstance at the moment. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I mean, I'm, I'm in a place where I stay, I'm a stay at home mom at the moment. Like all I do is I'm a housewife, like, you know, I'm, and Noah's you so happy though. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. I'm kind of living my best life, but it's like, you know, I wish that I could, I'm, I'm so envious of Noah that gets to go to work, you know, everything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were talking about it the other day and we were probably like, oh, you know, we probably all needed a year off. <laughs> we probably needed it. It's <laughs> so true. And like, look at your circumstances. Like when have you ever just had that like sense of security and like domestic lifestyle of living to just be able to get up in the morning, make your breakfast. Hey, like I can make dinner. Like I don't have anything planned today. Like I can do my washing. And like, I feel like that for you, you've always been trying to attain that whilst trying to balance, like supporting yourself and working full time. Yeah. So yeah, like in that sense, I'm like, wow, I'm so glad that she's able just to, you know, chill and like know what it feels like to just have a, a warm bed and a roof over her head and not like stress out. I think that like where I'm going to be next. I think it's one thing that, you know, I've, this year has been, you know, back to spirituality, back to the start, but um, light is the new black is a book that I've been reading. If you're listening to this, I definitely recommend, you know, go give it a read. Um, Light is the new black by Rebecca. Something I can't really remember off the top of my head, but the most incredible book. And I still haven't finished it yet because I feel like, you know, everyone has takes their own time and, and it was a lot of growth for me within the first couple of pages. It was a crazy, but 
you know, I, I bought an Oracle deck and numerology deck and all of that. And the one thing that I always found was, you know, be grateful. And sometimes I'm sitting here with an amazing like view, three panels of windows onto like a beautiful landscape with kangaroos and all that jazz, like where I get to see the sunset and whatever. And I sit here sometimes by myself during the day and I'm like, you know what? Isn't this what I have just always wanted? Mm -hmm. Like it's what I've always wanted. And I think that, you know, that comes back to the quote that I know you've, you know, you the listener and like you, Alison, like have kind of seen before. It's like, you know, remember when you wanted to be where you are right now? Yes. You know, and I mean, I truly am grateful for this confinement because I've been able to really hone in my hone in on my creativity. You know, um, I've been doing resin mold molds and stuff, which I'm so excited for. Yeah, um, you know, starting a podcast. You know, getting into my art and also kind of using that that creativity to be able to create new pathways in my my job, which is really really exciting as well. Um, so I think that we're all kind of learning something from confinement and like pressure makes a diamond, you know, Mm -hmm. it's just, it's just not the type of pressure I think we, we wanted. (laughs) I know, I know. And I don't think when anyone's in a really shit situation, they can appreciate it until they're out of it as well. And that reflection process takes hold. Like that reflection is the most, is the most crucial part and, I think whilst you're in it, like it's so important to remember that we're, we are all going through and everyone has their own struggles and battles as well. And like, if anything, you know, if you can open yourself up and have empathy for that and try in any way, shape or form, whether it's your friends or family, like being there, reaching out, supporting one, one another that are in the same circumstances, like it, it makes a great community Grace, it makes a great difference within it, within your own communities. And by yeah. community, I, I just mean it, that can be your family for you. That can be your friends. That can be your colleagues, like whatever you identify with that. Um, yeah. It's okay to reach out. It's okay to not be okay, which oh. relevant for today as well. So there you go. Yes. This is are you okay day in Australia? Yeah. So, so you know, special. Yeah. Side note, after you've finished listening to this, you know, no matter where you are in the world, I think we're all feeling this type of like nervous energy that's kind of really sitting quite heavy on us. Um, ask mm-hmm. yourself, are you okay? Ask a mate, are you okay? And even if they're like, nah, you know, I mean, I asked Abby, I was like, are you okay? And she's like, yeah, are you? And I'm like, yeah, I'm okay. She's like, okay really is the only word that we can use right now yeah really because no one wants to be like i am fantastic because that's just that's just rude (laughs) no it's not rude but yeah um but yeah for sure and i think you know i just i really am excited to see one thing one word that i've really been loving using at the moment to describe I think not only my journey but everyone's journey is metamorphosis Mm -hmm. that kind of constant evolving and you know if you look really closely at a butterfly's transformation we all went through it in primary school like you know but if you think about every stage that a butterfly goes through it's like it's not like they're always the same 
like, how do I say it? Like they don't always have like the same perspective mm. going through on themselves or on the world. At one point, they're literally closed off from the world. They can't see anything. They can't see themselves. And then when they open their eyes, it's this world. And then they look at themselves and they're like, oh, this is this is not even who I was before this. Yeah. And um, also, Noah and I have been watching Avatar, The Last Airbender. Um, yes, I love that. Watching that as a, you know, fully realised mind that can understand and comprehend lessons holy shit it is like blown my mind um the lessons that I learned I'm so in love with yin and yang I am so just like and I think my understanding of astrology and then applying that to like oh you know that you know Azula must be a bloody Scorpio or something you know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or like something you know you know like the character star sign yeah <laughs> yeah or like you know oh that's their element they must be this you know um mm. but I think that you know having those tools as well as you know books that I'm reading and things like that have really kind of just like opened up my third eye it's been really crazy I'm like that makes me so happy as well and like that the fact that you have someone to share that with too is just so beautiful 100% and I think you know, no matter who you are in the world, you are always going to have, you know, one person or a group of people that, you know, like Noah and I, we have similar perspectives on things, but different ways of understanding them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the conversations that we have, you know, they inspired this podcast as well, because it's like, we all have our A to B. We just have different ways of seeing it and understanding it. And I think the more yeah. that you understand somebody else's perspective, somebody else's take on a situation, um, the more enlightened your path is going to be. Like, you know, some we, Nora and I, when we watch like Avatar and like Legend of Korra and all of that, we full commentate like where like we wrote the damn show but it's like <laughs> he kind of takes out things differently than what I do and we share them mm-hmm. and oh 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 my god you know it's kind of like that you know light bulb moment and conversations that I've had with you about you know everything it's kind of like oh oh okay like it helps me understand something so much more which is you know again a reason why I wanted to really do this podcast um I've got a question for you okay cinnamon (laughs) (laughs) I've really been loving cinnamon lately okay is there a reason why from a naturopathic point of view Oh, damn, you say that word so great. Yes. Yeah. Is that the question? Okay, yeah. we're done with the question. Okay, great. <laughs> I was like, because you started off just by saying the word cinnamon, so I kind of got thrown a little bit. I was like, wait, where? <laughs> no. So, um, nat- like, yeah, naturopathically, and this isn't the belief system within all practitioners, but I mm-hmm. definitely took it on board. Um, it's like the energetics of, plants and medicine because with anything in on this earth there is energy infused and different ions and constituents and materials that make up everything so with this with cinnamon in particular um it's used therapeutically for most commonly things like blood sugar 
uh, regulation, metabolic syndrome. Um, also just, but in like a, um, energetic sense, we often add it into like herbal mixes to help with the warmth of the mix. Um, so it's a circulatory stimulant, which, um, for like people that have like impaired lymphatic systems or poor circulation, really great to add it in just to add that energetic component as well. But for someone who's like at home doing absolutely nothing. (laughs) Yeah. And like through this time as well, like I don't, I'm not trying to call you out here but i'd say that most people are indulging a lot within like the sugar realm of things as well oh yeah i literally didn't like i i eat something salty and i'm like "Mm, i want more chocolate and yeah i'm a victim of that for sure yeah so i would say um potentially like yeah i i think that the body knows what it needs like yeah. say in instances where people are iron deficient like they crave certain weird things like chewing on ice and things like that. that's your body's way of telling you that you're deficient so i mean it's not a proven science there's no evidence towards this but i'm just sort of having an educated guess at the fact yeah. that maybe the cinnamon when you're having it it's helping to alleviate like elevated blood sugar levels or maybe you're just needing that comfort and that circulatory stimulation and that warmth energetically within your body as well because like within chinese medicine i'm, I'm definitely not a chinese um or eastern practitioner but i we did learn a lot of their principles through my course and you know there is that balance of those elements circling that back to avatar like they do they have that really strong belief system in um like earth wind air water all of those um, constitutions within different people and they show different things as well so hot or cold is is very prominent within like chinese medicine um so often like if you you know you're drawn to things like that are warming or cooling or whatever that that has its own um connotations in itself so yeah that's a really interesting question though and i i often feel that um a lot of people maybe uh consciously unconsciously they will be drawn to certain foods um so like you were just saying before like when you're craving like really sugary things specifically within like women like we all know that time of the month pms when that hits hard sugar is often something that we really use as a crutch it just is something that really like we just need we're craving it now that is for a multitude of reasons and that can stem from um, hormonal disruption. So um, if you look at the general pathway, when you eat something that is like sugar or sweet, it gives you that reward system response of like dopamine or serotonin or those feel good endorphins. Um, so specifically when we start to hit our PMS cycle, they are directly linked to a lot of our neurotransmitters that we produce. And when we're lacking in those, that's why we then reach out for like chocolates and things like that to give us that boost again. Um, so it's really, really fascinating, like how the body's telling you what it's needing through dietary sources. Um, and a lot of the time people, well, like I, I think it's, yeah, I wouldn't say it, a lot of people, but most people, they generally forget that mind to body link. It's like, okay, I'm feeling this way, but Hey, what's my body doing in response to that as well? And they kind of separate the two, but once you link them together, it's really beautiful to see the patterns that start to form. Yeah. And I think, you know, again, that's one of the key things that I've taken away from like, you know, our conversations and stuff like that. I think, um, you know, I've had discussions with you about, you know, my, my, you know, me just taking the pill. So while in isolation, I haven't been taking the pill. 
two months, you know, and like, I'm going to be really open and candid about that kind of conversation, especially on a podcast. I think it's something that, you know, the feminine, the female reproductive system is a powerful thing. um, And so I'm not going to shy away from that ever, but it's been really amazing to kind of listen to my body and kind of see it go through the motions. And I'm starting to pick up those patterns and like, I'm kind of understanding what certain triggers are and what kind of like when something happens to me, I'm like, oh, okay, no, I know what's kind of happening now. And it's just Mm -hmm. like having that conversation about that mind to body connect is so powerful. Um, And another really incredible person that I've been so lucky to be, you know, blessed with in this life is um, a beautiful lady called um, Emily Charlotte. So she's a really beautiful spiritual person. Follow her on Instagram. She's incredible. But she's also kind of brought to my awareness that connection of food to, you know, body. And I'm like, oh, my, but Alison, you know, and so you're kind of like that scientific, you know, naturopathic point of view. And she's kind of like that, you know, spirituality. And it's just like, oh, it all ties in. Mm-hmm. Um, also speaking of before I forget, there's this TikTok that I found and it's this person kind of dancing with a fern leaf with her hands. And I saw it and I was literally like mind blown. And I'll post it on the Instagram um, for anyone that's listening. So the Instagram is just the main character podcast. Um, So I'll post it so you guys know what I'm talking about, but it was incredible, Alison. I'll send it to you as well, but please like literally kind of like mirroring the energy of this person and I think you know even with my little plants in here I think you know on my bad days I think my poor little sunflowers they're picking up on that and my good days you know I see a little like little leaves start to grow off them and it's just like you know energy is everywhere and it's always being absorbed or transmitted by you know something or someone so it's yeah yeah crazy and that's why, yeah, like that nature component of like, like just, you know, um, in a therapeutic sense, like, you know, I often recommend people just to get out of nature, like nature itself, like plants, trees, all of them, they're neg- like negative ions from them as well. And just that sense of well-being and happiness when you're around them. It's, it's a legitimate thing. It's a, it's a science thing. It's not even, you don't even have to be a spiritual person to feel the benefits. Like, um, you know like a common thing is like you know people go to the beach when they're at the beach they're in the sun they feel happy it's it's that connection to nature again and connection to yourself yeah oh my god as an Aussie like I think that it's just that's something that is literally just born in you as well even though like Um, my genetics are not from Australia but yeah watch the space when we can beach trip podcast Oh, just wait. You just you and know. Allison's Allison's first surf day. Noah, I'm holding you to that. Thank you. <laughs> you guys um, can be there for the full experience. I'll give um, you my tips and tricks. Yeah, how to be absolutely rad. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, and and it's just like I think as well. You know, I've been seeing you know people that have been you know lucky enough to be so close to the beach. I think they're becoming more connected to that you know, because it's all mm-hmm. that they really have mm-hmm. or, you know, yeah. I've become really connected to this beautiful piece of land that I have right in front of me. Um, you know, it's not much, but it's all that I have, but yet I still feel so kind of like connected to it. Something. And I think, yep. you know, I think that 
while we're all experiencing something that is really hard for us as social as creatures of social habit um Mm -hmm. I think that it's also a really cool time you know if you can and you know not everyone can do this because it does take a lot of strength and if you don't have the strength yet that's okay everyone's on their own you know timeline but um you know I invite you to kind of take the time and be like okay like what can I connect to and and how is it really kind of helping me you know in terms of you know what you're reading and what you're consuming because you know I was talking to Sarah's um Noah's families and particularly his mum Sarah who you guys will hear from um hopefully soon as well we're all just like bots like we're just like fed information (laughs) and then we give out information yeah um so it's just like you know create your own bot like create be the change you want to see you know yep yep that's so true that's so true and i i I found out the other day that there's like um like there's different web servers and stuff now that you can use like you know like just find your information and sources and things like that now that are di- like that aren't google i was like what this is new new to me and just you know touching in with like yeah that the algorithms the algorithms and like what yeah. information you're being fed the data that's being taken from you and you know that supporting of like bigger business as opposed to smaller business all that kind of stuff if that's yeah what you're doing, of course if you're not then you know skip ahead but <laughs> yeah um, Sure. Yeah, like, yeah, it's it's really, really fascinating. And I think that that definitely ties in as well because, like, often, like, the things that you're even drawn to buying um, or, like, investing money towards is, like, influenced so greatly about upon, like, the device that's in front of you, which right now we would all be totally consumed by. So, you know, I think, like, tying back into our nature talk and getting out there, if you can, of course, Um it's so important to yeah get back in touch with like who you are, what your wants are that aren't governed by yeah a bot or a device as well. Yeah. Really important. 100%. And I'm just, I'm really, you know, Nora and I, I mean, you've probably done this before. I know for a fact that you have, but like, you know, we live together and we're super fortunate to do that, but like I'm already, you know, brainstorming just all the exciting things that we can do when once we can get back out into the world. Yeah. Yeah the beach and the beach and just travel around Australia because I'm sure that we won't be able to travel around the world for a very long time Mm -hmm. um and just like you know I'm using this time to really kind of think and being in your own mind for a really long time can be really scary I mean I'm experiencing it firsthand today and tomorrow and the next day and Mm -hmm. yesterday um and it's really kind of hard, but it's just like I was so lucky through work to listen to this incredible speaker, Jim Collins. He's got an amazing book called Good to Great. Um, he's a like he's a really amazing business guy. I mean, I don't know really know how to explain who he is, um, but he was telling you know a story, and basically you know there was this guy who was trapped in a prison and whatever um and there was this other person there and this said person was like oh we'll be out by Christmas we'll be out by Easter we'll be out by you know this and that point and he suffered so much more emotionally than this other guy who was like we'll be out soon 
well, this will end. I don't know when it's going to end, but it'll be over. And I think wow. I've really been trying to take that on because it's like, I don't want to say, yeah, we'll be out by summer and we'll be doing all of this because we don't know that. But I know fine facts, this will end. Mm-hmm. Just like anything, it will. Um, and just not to put so much like pressure on myself to create a timeline um, for when it will end. And, you know, manifestation is a powerful, powerful tool. But I think that the universe and the greater divine always has a plan for all of us. Um, and so it's just like, you know, I'm just trying to manifest this time to be as enjoyable as it can be until it is over. But I think that that was a really like powerful thing that I've really just been like clinging on to during this time. And thank you. Cause I needed to hear that so much, like more than I think I actually knew. And I was like, wow. Yeah. That's such a beautiful and eloquent way of putting it. You know, like it'll just, it'll be over. Like we'll get there. Yeah. This too shall end. I think that's another yeah. Yeah, saying that I I really love and identify with and I, you know, say a lot in my life. But yeah. yeah. And I think also, like, just before, like, we wrap things up, I think this time has also been so incredible for disconnecting but also connecting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Noah and I were talking about it the other day. I think it's kind of like just this unspoken rule that we have with all of our friends that, like, we're not going to be talking all the time like we normally are because we, you know, we don't have much to talk about right now, but when this is over, you know, we'll be back. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And it's also just been like, for me, really important to see, you know, who am I really missing? What, like, who am I yearning for? Like what aspects of them, like really analyzing it. Cause I, I think I love to analyze things. Um, but I, you know, I think everyone's experiencing that, that kind of just like, it's all right. We don't have to talk. And like, you know, you know, I mean, you and I haven't spoken. This is the second time we've spoken this whole lockdown. Um, but it just kind of, it's, there's power in silence and there's power in communication. And it's just kind of understanding which, with like, what is valid to the situation that you're in now and how to kind of use that to be a strength for you as well. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just like own that because I know that I'm a person that like true friendship for me is, is, a, is, is someone that you can go like maybe like even five years without speaking with. And then when you meet up again, it's exactly the same. Yeah. You know, and I, I feel that with you and I feel that with so many of my, my friendships that I do have. So I never feel alone in that. And yeah, yeah no, I love that so much. I think that's so important to remember. Yeah, I'm going to start remembering that more as well. Good, good. That makes me happy. Yay. Um, <laughs> so I think we're going to wrap this up for now. Um Truly, 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 I'm so, so grateful um, for you being on the first ever episode of this. Um, Thank you for having so much fun with me and I'm sure we'll be hearing that incredibly listenable voice again very soon. (laughs) I was like, no, Alison's got a beautiful voice. She's going to be amazing on this. Um, 
and yeah so you guys can see the face behind the voice on the instagram so i'm the main character podcast and on the twitter well you know that's a um, platform that i really want to use to kind of use you guys to engage and the instagram as well um but yeah so the main character podcast it's all there it's all there um and thank you guys the listener for tuning in um really really appreciate it is there anything that you want to say before you wrap this no, up just thank you guys for listening to my problems <laughs> <laughs> just sitting there through that <laughs> yeah no thank you tan like this is I, I honestly like i've had so much fun and i didn't feel i didn't even expect how like organic and nice this is and i'm really excited for like all the future episodes and to start and like hear from all of like these beautiful people that you've got in your life because just knowing you like personally i know that vibe attract you that vibe attracts your tribe and like my gosh guys you are in for some treats with the people that she'll have on next so thank you oh all right thanks so much guys and um stay tuned for the next episode who knows when it'll be um virtually physically who knows but um we'll uh we'll talk soon and i'll see you then remember everything that you feel see and love is yours and you you're your own main character Mm -hmm.